0: We have an officer basically around the neck area. To
1: These two retired Vegas cops now podcast hosts.
0: You know, they don't have ID. They can't get into a hotel room. Oh. To, to get them the help, they need, especially if someone even gets arrested. A lot of people don't know how the justice system works. But I want someone to actually know them and and know that it's... Hey everybody, this is David Kohlmeyer, The Problem Solver. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Every single week, bringing amazing people on, different experts, different people have different opinions, suggestions, ideas. Every single week, the goal is to basically get some information to share it and hopefully uh, as well to try to solve some type of problem. As usual, I'm David Colmeyer, the problem solver, retired police officer from Henderson PD and NYPD. And as usual, trying to solve problems every single week out here in Las Vegas, throughout the US as well. Um, just to give you a quick reference, the number 702-999-1111. If you wanna get in contact with me, call in any type of problem that you want to be solved. Again, 702-999-1111. We also have LasVegasProblemSolver.com basically is our website with information we have an app which is the problem Vegas. again if you want to add the app to your home screen the goal is to always to communicate with myself and my team to basically get the help and to solve some problems you guys may have today we have an awesome person jim root jim thanks for joining us today thanks for having me i appreciate it jim is a guru of coaching of coaching vegas which he's the founder of founder
1: of thanks mm-hmm. so much for joining us today Thank you. And guru. Love that. I love it. I love it when, when other people give me awesome titles, because you know, you give your own, you give yourself a title and it seems a little self-serving.
0: So you're like coaching Vegas guru to help people basically in
1: business and life, right? Tell us a little bit about um, what you do. So I've been a coach for about 25 years now, mainly in the business aspect of it. And, uh, one of the things I realized is people that need coaching need more than just coaching in business. (laughs) uh, They usually need coaching in life as well. So I'm actually right now, uh, Coaching Vegas is launching soon. Uh, It's not even available yet, but we are putting together a group of coaches uh, on both business development and personal development. And we're making that into a membership site where people can join Coaching Vegas and then they have access to all of these coaches in order to find their perfect coach, the one that's going to really help them level up.
0: You know, I've always seen, so I've been to like Tony Robbins seminars and different seminars in general. They always talk about coaching or i have listened to CDs over the years. I guess the thing with it is it's interesting. So you're making something where you basically can find what coach that you would want or someone that you like that's that's compatible to you.
1: Exactly. exactly. That's going to help you
0: specifically with your needs. Because I know with like my wife, I used to want to get, she wanted to do like more of, you know, um, working out or a partner, stuff like that. Like having more of a coach, more physical, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know. um, Yeah. So to get her health in order yeah. and, you know, working like working on a weekly basis and stuff like that. But I guess
1: so that's good. I guess if you can look
0: up different people, right? Like whether it's a male or female, some so people may be picky.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so the the trick here is actually to let people experience what it's gonna be like to work with that coach before they have to actually work with them. Uh, because making a decision to bring someone into your life for personal or business development it's a big decision right it's like you, you don't want to make the wrong one that's a lot like a relationship you don't you don't want you don't want to get the wrong person that's going to be actively in your life helping you improve and so the platform is designed and and I experienced this myself uh, i i've been doing coaching for a long time and some people hire me and then they don't really like working with me <laughs> And <laughs> oh, well, we, we would have known that if you just tested out a couple of coaches before you ended up hiring me. And so by, by bringing together a group of coaches, uh, not just on the business development side of it, but on the personal development as well, Things like <clears> weight <throat> loss, personal trainers, uh, even relationship coaches. I've been having conversations with uh, mindset coaches and and people that go beyond just the results based coaching, which is what business coaching generally mm-hmm. is, and into the personal development and the things that are are more internal and personal. So here's a good, good question that I have for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I think about coaching, at least for
0: me, because I've been entrepreneurial and business wise, I get, and I don't know you that deep in general, but let's just say for anyone looking for a coach. I mean, if I want to make $100 million a year, right, mm-hmm. like unlimited amount of money, should my coach be that successful himself? Or, this is a good question, Or because sometimes it's like a teacher. Yep. You know, basically, sometimes the teachers, you know, guiding you through, it doesn't matter what they're making-wise. But then again, what's interesting is some people will say that, um, like lawyers will say, that lawyers that are really successful are making a lot of money, but the lawyers that I teach is that, they're not successful because they're teaching. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself because I've had some other people on the show, and then I have was one female was on the show. She does some coaching, but she's doing it more. I feel like with females, where you're not to be abused and victimized. And there was another guy here who basically, who was uh, kind of a big guy, muscle guy, but he basically had um, addiction and maybe alcohol was the issue in the past. So I felt like, hey, and he was, you know, he's a big guy. So I felt like he's a good guy where that if you were suffering from addiction or alcoholism that he would be a good guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like different people have different things. So I guess my question is for the business side of things,
1: Yeah, what's your take on that? So, uh, and this actually goes true for both sides, both the business and the personal development side. You make a good point, and this is one of the things that I find is so disturbing about people not getting coaching, because what they say is like, well, I wanna make a million dollars a year. Have you made a million dollars a year? No, okay, I don't wanna listen to you. And I think the the real problem with that is this idea that if you can't do, teach, right? And that is true to some extent, right? Sometimes people, they can't, they, they can't uh, excel on their own. So then they, they just start coaching, thinking that they're, uh, they can make some money doing that. But I'll give you an example of uh, a, a, someone who doesn't need a coach. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods has a, has a swing coach. Do you think the swing coach is better than Tiger Woods? Mm, he's not. He's not better. What he is, is he's giving him something that Tiger doesn't have. And so when you're looking for someone, business development or personal development, right? A personal trainer doesn't have to have the same body as you in order for you to listen to him and to get something beneficial and to improve your life. Mm-hmm. He has to have something that you don't have. Now, when it comes to weight loss, obviously you want someone who knows how to w- lose weight, right? <laughs> you don't want to get someone that's, that's really overweight to be a weight loss coach, just like you don't want to get a business coach that has never had business experience, But it's not about having the same experience that you want to achieve as much as it is can this person fill in the things i don't know and that's i think the key to finding a good coach is finding the person that is that that is able to complement what you already have Mm -hmm. so you already have some skills you're already able to do these things the question is what is it that you're failing at because most people are not failing at everything they're just failing at a part of it using weight loss as the example it's usually not the exercise, people know how to do that. It's the nutrition, it's the, the other things. So filling in is the way to really go to that next level. So that's, the, that's, I think my, my little spiel for how, uh, why coaching just generally is so important because it gives you, gives you an opportunity to fill in, not, I need someone that's a billionaire because I want to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. It's Like, well, no, you need someone that's, that's, that can fill in on your weaknesses. It's actually a good perspective. So here's a good question for you right
0: now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you know, have a regular job and they're working and a lot of people want to be entrepreneurial and basically want to do something different. So people always say like, what's out there in general? And I've been, I'm 47 years old now. Um, I basically was a cop for 17 years. Um, I had, I got involved in real estate basically. Um, I guess I always knew about real estate in general, but I guess really when I bought my first home, which I guess was really was 2009. Um, so I guess it's been about 14 years. I feel also, I had so I'll just give you a little more rundown of myself. I had a sun tanning salon uh, when mm-hmm. I was between the age of 17 and 22, which was a few years, which was interesting. And um, I had a little bit of a nonprofit security business where you know it was like a neighborhood patrol for security. Again, it was like starting up, you know, that was a security, then it was a tanning salon while I was going to college. Um, I worked at some different places, but basically, you know, I was a cop from 22 to, to about 39, 40. And then I started working in different law firms for the last about eight years, okay. doing business marketing, business development. So, but over the years, right, I've gone to a lot of seminars, and you know, you always try to do different things. Like there was um, Excel Communications. I remember when I was in New York City, <laughs> which was like multi level marketing. Yeah. Then they kind of I was always upset. Even you know, it's funny. What, what's funny about me is even to this day, Excel Communications was. You familiar with that company? Uh, I've heard of them. Okay. <laughs> Basically, it was like a telephone company service, yep. and you switch over people, and you make money, and there's you know different ways of doing things, and I- when in New York City, I kind of uh, knew about it. When I came out here, other people were doing it. And got involved. To this day, I feel bad that it never really worked out. But I guess the business even like one belly up and didn't really work out. Mm-hmm. And then people got involved in ACN. So multi level marketing is out there. Like I've right. seen it. I've been part of it. That I was with also with the World Leadership Group, which was basically uh, mortgages and real estate. Right. The one thing I'll say is I think it actually helped me in regards to speaking and being open minded. Oh, yeah. And I did take a lot of stuff information because when I went into World Leadership Group, even though I was a police officer at the time, I started getting involved with people that were doing real estate and mortgages and trying to understand things. And, at and the by time, the way,
1: I have a World Leadership Group book at my house. Oh, do you? I do. So, <laughs> so I f-
0: very familiar. I feel that it definitely helped me that, you know, in general, but, and I own 17 pieces of real estate, you know, not to actually, nice. um, not to gloat. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. They that call I, that a humble brag. Well, I, I guess to me, I'm more excited. I'm more happy that something kicked in that I right. did something right. Right. I've gone through seminars and training and time. Right. Like eventually, something kicked in, so I could actually say that all these things has helped me, basically being entrepreneurial and speaking and so on. So I am fortunate, but I always feel like I should have done more, like with mm-hmm. Excel and ACN right. and World Leadership Group. But a lot of these things went belly up, or you know, because of the market. Right. You know, when the housing market changed, things changed. So. I still don't feel, you know, completely successful myself. I mean, I was a cop for 17 years, you know, three police agencies, I retired, you know, I have a pension, so I'm fortunate, but I really feel, so I guess what I'm leading to is that today, in 2023, we're almost going to like World War III. It it seems like it, doesn't it? And basically past COVID, what do you recommend for people that are listening? How should they be making money? What is the future? Or even if it's, you know, I don't even like saying a side hustle, Because it seems like negative. Like, how should be people making money in today's world in regards to what you're, you know, from meeting with people and being out there and being around for a a while?
1: So a couple of things. There's a a lot to unpack there, but I'll I'll, I'll share a couple of things with you. Um, Your journey is very interesting. You clearly have... Maybe not 100% the entrepreneurial gene, but you clearly have the entrepreneurial genetics because you're searching, right? You're searching for that thing that is going to ring the tuning fork in your heart, right? You're like, I'm going to do Excel. I'm going to (laughs) do, I'm going to do world leadership. And, and these things, regardless of what eventually happened to them, it shows that you are searching for that, that, that thing that resonates with you. And so that's the part of the entrepreneurial spirit. And so a true entrepreneur is someone who understands that the result is because of the foundation, See, people that have a job, they get a paycheck. But they didn't build the systems. They don't. They, they they didn't buy the manufacturing stuff. They did. You know all, all the, they didn't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're getting a paycheck. <laughs> and so in the entrepreneurial world, the t- you got to have that DNA to to really understand that there's a lot of logistics and stuff in the background that have to be done in order for you to actually you know get a paycheck. So, uh, but anyway, so the to answer your questions, that was just a little kudos yeah, yeah. to you. But to answer your I question, you said about- the foundation because
0: I. I- I would not normally would say that, but I do agree. It gave me a foundation to basically like to do things where a lot of people say, "Oh, that's stupid. Don't do. It. You're wasting well, your time." Here's the
1: thing: maybe those companies went belly up, but you didn't learn nothing. Yeah, you, no, you, you learned, learned something, and then you took that to the next to to the next yeah. thing that you did. And so that's that that's kudos to you. And, and we should always be learning something with everything we do in life. That's how we that's how we move forward. Uh, but to to your question of how do people make money, side hustle or primary hustle, take your pick um, in, in the world that we have today, I, I, I can't tell you which industry is the best, right? Obviously, AI is big right now. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, online selling is is big right now. The reality is you can make money at anything. All you have to do is answer a simple question. How much value am I giving for what I'm charging? And I explain this to everyone. It's very simple. In the real world where you get a paycheck, you give an hour and you get $20, $30, $100, whatever it is, right? So you're saying, I'm worth, let's say, $100 an hour. I go, I work, I make $100. $100. When you choose to start your own thing, whether it's a side hustle or a primary entrepreneurial business, the problem is if you take that mindset that I'm going to give you $100 worth of service and I want you to give me $100, you will lose. What you have to do as an entrepreneur is you have to give $200 for $100. You have to give far more value than what you're charging for because if you don't do that, you will struggle. And it's one of the things, taking the business side of it, of my coaching, that's that's basically what I do. I focus on revenue uh, generation and everyone comes to me and says, you know, I'm, I'm worth $1,000 an hour. I say, great, then you can expect to get $500. They're like, oh no, I'm worth $1,000. Like, yeah, but that's in your own mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, You think you're worth that. If you want people to be attracted to you and to come towards you to do business with you. You got to show them that there is value to them, and that's what the gap is: is making sure that you're giving more than mm-hmm. you're you're trying to take. Most companies they're they're trying to get hundred and ten dollars for hundred dollars worth of value, and then they wonder why they're not selling, or they wonder why people are not beating a path to their door because well they're they're not giving enough value. And so um, what I would my advice to anyone who wanted to start something now is. Ask yourself, where can you give the greatest value? This isn't about, you know, hitting the right thing or finding that, uh, that 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 special business that's going to make you a multimillionaire. It's like, no, where are you situated to give the most value? If you love doing woodworking and that's where you can give the most value, then find a way to turn that into your primary business. So I agree with you saying in regards to value. So you meet a lot of people in general, like what mm-hmm. do you feel...
0: In Regards to business, like these days, it's funny you say that. So, if you if, let's have a discussion of what kind of businesses people want to do side hustle, get into full time, it seems like AI is like where it's at, right? Because I don't even know that much Chat GPT, Chat GPT, Chat GPT. I haven't gotten involved in it yet. People talking about it. I, I said it a few months ago, like that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. We need to look into that. <clears throat> it seems like a lot of people are taking whatever products and services they have, and somehow they're adding AI to help some way or the other yep. or research or writing things in yeah. general. So yeah. we're at with the AI world now mm-hmm. within the last few months. Yeah. yeah. So some people have supposedly been working on it a year ago, which I'd never heard of.
1: I I've, I've been a, uh, I've been on chat GPT for just now over a year. So they launched at it. So people didn't know about it or just, uh, well, they, they launched at the end of, I think it was the end of September. Okay. And I, I was one of the first people in mm-hmm. I, uh, and I can tell you from an AI standpoint, this is, uh, th- there's a huge opportunity, not in AI specifically, because the technology and the, the, the time and energy that you have to put in to actually do something AI is really, really hard. And if you're not already up to speed on that, you're, you're kind of late to the game. So, uh, but with AI, um, the power of AI is shortening the gap is what I call it in, in, in my coaching business. So there's a gap between you deciding that you wanna do something and the time you start it. Because you start thinking to yourself, you have this mindset of, I wanna figure out the pathway. So you say, hey, I have an idea for a podcast. Okay, I gotta think about all the things that go into that in order to take the first step. Well, th- there's a gap of time. Sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's a month for people. Sometimes it's a year before anybody pulls the trigger, right? What AI has done is you can in five seconds say, I'm interested in starting a podcast. Give me the pathway to follow to start it. And AI will give you that pathway. So the gap between when you want to do something and you decide to actually do it can be dramatically shortened, saving a lot of time. And most of what AI gives you is okay. It's preliminary. It's not deep. It's not really great, but it's a good start. And so what I tell everybody is ask ChatGPT anything. It's not going to give you a perfect answer, but it'll give you an answer to start with. It's, it's a place to start. And so then you can start moving forward and you didn't waste that gap time from the time you thought about doing it and the time you actually got started.
0: So... I haven't got a chance to play with it, which I want to play with it uh, to see even say like what businesses would be good, you know, 2023, to yep. see what they say in general. So I have to play with it. Do you have the app or do you have, is it the best way the app itself?
1: So they they have <coughs> an app on the phone. I don't like using the app because I do uh, some pretty deep asks of ChatGPT. So I'm not just asking it a simple question. I'm usually asking it a deep question, which requires quite a bit of uh, what they call prompt engineering. So you have to put in the request that you want and the more detailed and the more specific your request the better the answer. So if you do it on a regular computer, yeah. are we just going to ChatGPT.com? Is that no, what it is? No. And 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 I, I can sound like a commercial for ChatGPT, and I'm not I'm not selling them. But uh, no, you go to OpenAI, and then Open dot, OpenAI. AI. So that's the platform that ChatGPT runs on. And so at the top of the screen, it'll say Try ChatGPT. You click the button, and it gives you a little thing that says, you know, there's a little. Thing in there where you just ask it a question. So it's kind of like a Google platform yep. where it's just like, like a, it looks a, a like a that, but it's, it's very simple and okay. they have a free. i don't even I honestly yeah. not
0: I mean, I know that there's a lot of uh, sponsored ads that pop up on your phone that talk about getting like the actual app.
1: Yeah, yeah, so you can nice. have it on your phone, but I just find that trying to type a long thing in with my fingers is just I, I prefer. Okay, it so the, it's open open dot AI. AI. Yep. And takes you to a search, and then but then you'll go to the OpenAI one, which is their programmers page. But then in the bottom, in the top of the screen it says, uh, "Try chat GPT. So I'm assuming the problem solver could be out of business because
0: you could just, put, "How do I solve my problem?" And <laughs> the,
1: then it gives you a list. Yeah, there you go. It's like, well, "How would I solve this problem?" But, but, you know, what's
0: interesting. Even with solving problems as the problem solver, I do feel that even though there's different technology that's out there, that a lot of times this is where maybe the coaching comes into play. I feel having a coach, a mentor, is really key. And when I do notice um, these sponsor ads on social media where it says, "Do you want to become like an Amazon affiliate?" and this yeah. is what you need to do, and take this bagel slicer,
1: and basically do this or that, I feel mm-hmm. like you still need a mentor to show you what you're doing. It's not so much showing you because you, you you can have a checklist of exactly what to do, but in that checklist of things to do, that's in a perfect world. You're not perfect. Mm-hmm. The world is not perfect. And they're giving you this, the, this system that says, hey, this is exactly how to do it. Just like Gordon Ramsay giving you a recipe for his beef wellington. Mm-hmm. Is your beef wellington going to be as good as his? No. Probably not. <laughs> because there's, there's, there's little techniques and little things that you don't realize within that recipe. And that's the same with any business as well. Having a coach allows you, like I mentioned before, to fill in the things that you might not realize you are deficient on. And you only know that until you don't know that until you actually get started. Then once you are started, it's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize this was going to take so much time or this yep. was going to take so much work.
0: So what kind of businesses I'm um, going back. So I mentioned okay. I'm, I'm Amazon affiliated. It seems like that's out there, right? Amazon's not going anywhere. It's become bigger and bigger and True. bigger. Um, what else is out there? Um, I always say any type of mass distribution, which is like multi-level marketing, mm-hmm. depending what product. I know some people today, um, we went to the same um, speaking event, yeah. luncheon, someone talked about like electricity and so on, yep. you know, so I haven't really gotten to that one. And, and and solar is really big. A lot of people go on selling solar, mm-hmm. but I always get nervous about the solar. I think it for sales and making money, it seems like there's money
1: out there, but it seems like you got like, to go door to door. <laughs> yeah. The, <coughs> it, nothing, look, nothing is easy, right? It's like things can be easier mm-hmm. for you than for somebody else. And that leads actually to probably the most important thing, and I and I was talking about uh, some other things from an entrepreneurial standpoint on how to make money. Let me tell you, pick something that you're passionate about. That's it, right? From there, there's a platform, there's a way to turn that into a primary hustle, not even a side hustle. If you're passionate about it, if it, if it matters to you, then focus on doing that because you'll you'll be able to overcome roadblocks and things Mm -hmm. in your way because you love what you're doing Mm -hmm. if you don't love what you're doing like yeah you can make a lot of money in solar i i I can right now with my sales background i could probably make ten thousand dollars a week selling solar to people but i didn't have to go and knock on 200 doors every single day get people slamming doors in my faces have and and I'm really not passionate about that. <laughs> it's really not I don't really I'm not really interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. Do I have the skills to explain solar and why they should buy it and 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 get a lot close a lot of deals? Yeah, I could close a lot of deals, but ugh, I wouldn't want to. And so now if you enjoy that and that's something you're passionate about, great. I think you should do that. And I think that's a better driver for that's what to
0: go forward with. You know, it's interesting myself because I think a lot of times people get frustrated, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's easy just to you know, I'll give you an example. Even the problem solver, I've been doing it. You know, to me, I feel like I've been doing it as a, as a cop for 17 years. Right. Helping people. And I always enjoy helping people. And my passion is to help people. But mm-hmm. I like guiding people through yeah. the process. But the only way to help people technically, you know, with different problems, like being a police officer, is working in law firm where people, right, they have problems as well, right? Yeah. And it's an accident. Yeah. I'm injured. Um, I need a family law. I want to see my kids. I'm going through a divorce. So it happens to work with me as, with law. But the funny thing is, I don't, I don't want to be a lawyer. I mean, I see lawyers do their work and it's not me. It's not, it's more. There's a lot of paperwork. Well, yeah, paperwork, (laughs) I guess it's very detailed oriented where like, I like solving problems where maybe it's on the, on the, on the outside, you know, the inside is a lot of work. It's kind of like when I was a cop, basically, I never wanted to be a detective because I didn't really care about the details and I didn't, I didn't care about Like To me, it was catching the fish. Right. It's like when you go fishing, you catch the fish, that's the biggest high. Mm-hmm. But to fillet the fish or to that, cook the fish, that's, that's a different thing. You know what I'm saying? There's no <laughs> yeah. high in throwing a fish right? on the, Well, not on for on you. Skill. For me, some people right, right. make making that best dish. Yeah. So to me, like I used to like catch a bad guy in New York City, I would say, and I would ask the robbery unit or somebody, hey, you're looking for a, you know, a body. You know, because they have, to, they have to have certain numbers for the month. Right, and right. like, oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm like, who cares? I want to go home to my family. Like, yeah. right? You know, I already did the job of bringing the bad guy in. Yep. So I succeeded in my eyes. I just didn't really care about filleting the fish and fingerprinting the guy and doing all and processing the guy. Like, there, there's nothing fun about that whatsoever. So I, I was not passionate about that. why so I never right. wanted to be a detective. Some people think it's really cool to be a detective. I didn't want to actually have a caseload of 100 cases to work on. Um, to me, that was it's like, boring. It's minute where yeah. the high was on the street, you know, with the lights and the sirens and things going on, and just catching that bad guy being in the moment. Yeah, you know. So I feel like we have a file. It's like the past, mm-hmm. you know. And then even if once you solve the problem, you got to go out, and arrest the guy. Like there was no high in it, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. So my high is a little bit of the adrenaline. And so junkie. it's funny because if you look at your own pathway, you found. You found your lane, whether or not it's in the law or in law enforcement or in a podcast like this, you, you enjoy being in that moment and solving the problem. The cleanup before or after isn't really, you're not really, it's not really what you're interested in. It's like you let's, let's boil this down and create a, a solution to this clear problem. And so you found your lane and that's, I would encourage anyone to find that thing And it really doesn't matter whether or not you, in real estate even, right? I imagine as you're you're purchasing real estate homes and your real estate investment uh, mindset, you're looking for homes that have a problem and you're coming in to solve that problem. Same thing, right? And so you found your lane and I think that's important for everyone to do. And that's something that a coach can help you do is figure out what your own mindset is and what's important to you. The homes that I actually purchased is when it's sad to say that people had a problem during the market,
0: right? When the market was coming down. And you and solved then it. And it was distressed. I solved it by purchasing the yep. home yeah. and just using a very small amount of money down mm-hmm. because I did go to seminars, you know, and <laughs> I, I laugh because a lot of people are like very against like going to seminars or like even my wife, she'd like, I'm like a seminar junkie, you know? But the truth is I feel like every seminar, you know, basically that you just, you're building a foundation. And I always feel like if you miss one seminar or one information or you miss meeting somebody, you don't know the future. And with my situation, it's totally it's totally true because you know, even the home that I, I currently live in, if it wasn't for me going to one seminar and seeing one person, and then yep. three months later seeing the same person again, and then me approaching them and talking with them, yep. which a lot of people just wouldn't approach. I'm like, hey, you're that guy from the other seminar. And we became friends and we became friends for several years. And I basically watched him, he became a mentor, and then basically there he helped me in the future. I, even sometimes just feeling the confidence enough to basically, you know, knock on the door or mm-hmm. basically to ask for something, you know? And um, so I'm definitely appreciative with all the things I've done. And uh, to me, it's like you just, you don't know that one seminar, the one time that you meet somebody that's going to basically, you know, so I've been, change you.
1: I've been to so many seminars, you mm-hmm. don't. I, didn't, I can't even count them, right? So here's my philosophy and this, this puts my wife at ease. I tell her, I say, look, I'm going to go to every single seminar I can and one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to go and I am going to be proven that I am smarter than everybody else because I know everything they're saying, mm-hmm. or I'm going to learn something. Mm-hmm. And so I, then I get to leave happy that, <laughs> happy that I learned something. And so if you go with that open mind and saying, look, I'm, I, I, I'm testing my knowledge and my skills against what this person is presenting, uh, what's, what I'm getting out of this. And if you, they give you something new, then that's a great day, right? If they, wow. if they don't give you anything new, then you pat yourself on the back that it's like, oh, I already knew everything. <laughs> so either way, it's a win.
0: So any other business concept that we have a few minutes left um any other okay. business that you recommend I know I'm kind of rambling a little no, bit No no that's
1: all right um I I'll tell you my my biggest recommendation for people is find something that you enjoy to do and we had a little conversation about this before I'm going to put a caveat out there because we talked about the 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 biggest problems in in business these days which is something that you need to at least be aware of mm-hmm. and I'll tell you the number one thing you want to look out for, because you can make money at anything, and you talk about Amazon, people could be an Amazon seller. They could do, they they could sell cars, do real estate, you know, e- even these multi-level marketing things. Any one of them, what I would caution everybody on is make sure that the government doesn't have its fingers in it the government's something we have to deal with all the time right but if, if if i would not recommend somebody get into the the insurance industry or the financial planning industry right now ugh there's a lot of compliance there's a lot of paperwork there's a lot of things that the government on any given day can just change direction and you don't have you don't happen to know right and so they can just put you out of business from personal experience the government has put me out of business a couple different times and uh, so I recommend everyone whenever you're gonna start a business or or head look off, at the government uh... just look at the government uh, involvement in that <laughs> industry, right okay. Like even real estate. real estate has a lot of government oversight, but not a lot of integration, right The government isn't really involved in the, the real estate transaction. You got to do a lot of legal stuff, but they don't really get their their fingers in it right other than the, the taxes. but uh, but you know some of these other things they're they're constantly requiring you to, Change your business to fit their requirements. Look out for that. Just be be careful. And uh, we're getting into some uh, uh, internet regulations as well, and that might be a, actually a problem for Amazon. So, uh, how would that affect things? Well, there the the. Internet accessibility uh, is one of the things that they're doing. They're, they're, they're requiring you to do more, to be more accessible for uh, people with disabilities and um, uh, uh, people that don't have Internet or uh, things like that. So the government is coming in and saying, hey, Internet people, if you're doing stuff on the Internet, you have to f- comply with these things. Well, think about a small business owner that's selling stuff on Amazon, and he has to have a Braille translator for someone who – who who is is blind and wants to buy stuff on Amazon. Can he afford to do that, right? Is that something that Amazon is going to uh to add in? So that the the regulations are always a concern. It seems like just the government's getting involved in everything. That's <laughs> know, <laughs> unfortunately that <coughs> the 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 list of things that they're not involved in hmm. is getting smaller and smaller. It, you just want to make sure that they're not integrated Even into the Even with real business. estate, people say, oh, I'm waiting for the next crash. Yep. But the truth
0: is, the government gets involved. They're basically pushing the forbearances yep. to the bank so that there's yep. not another collapse. Exactly. So now it's changing the market. The interest rates are going up. Like I always felt that people say there's different cycles, but things are changing because the government's getting involved. Yep. So I think it's an issue. But I think it's tough these days. You know, again, if you think about <laughs> Vegas, what's in Vegas? Casinos. We got franchises, we got fast food, mm-hmm. you know, what type of businesses distribute. I mean, I think it's tough, you know, like, you know, even my two young, my three young kids It's like, what do you do in the future? And where some people say, oh, become a doctor, become a lawyer. But then the oh, government's getting involved in oh that, God. changing things with
1: regulations for medical yep. and stuff. So, so for someone in Vegas, I will throw this out there. Cause you asked specifically about what someone should get involved in. If you're, if you're here in Vegas and I, I would, I would build something because there's a lot of cool government assistance for manufacturers in mm. Las Vegas. We're, we're having more and more manufacturing come in. It's been hospitality and gaming for so long, but we have several manufacturers. Manufacturing. Yeah, manufacturing is getting bigger here. People mm. coming from California to do business in, uh, in Las Vegas. And so if someone, if, if someone wanted to start a business, I, I would look seriously in Las Vegas at, uh, at manufacturing something. You know, build something and, and build it here. Made in America, made in Las Vegas. And I I think there's a lot of good support from the government for that. They want those kinds of jobs in town. Awesome. So if
0: people need to get in touch with you, so I know that the coaching Vegas, which you're the founder of it's almost done complete. Is it for the new
1: year that you're basically being set up for Uh, November 17th? Okay, actually. So we're, we're right in the thick of it right now. Is there
0: a website or that you want to plug where people can go find you? So if they're looking for a coach,
1: it likely will be coachingvegas.com, but we're still working out the final name there. Uh, but yeah, if anyone is interested in, in talking about coaching Vegas, either looking for a coach or wanting to be a coach on the platform, uh, that they can search for me on LinkedIn, Jim Root. It's really easy to find me. Uh, or you could even call me. I didn't give you my phone number, but I'll say it now. Yeah, Yo, what's your number? Area, area code 702-518-2525. Uh, that comes directly to me. So give me a call. I'm happy to Are uh, you on Instagram you. or Facebook? Or? Um, the Coaching Vegas is not. I am personally uh, Jim Root. Again, pretty easy to find me. So Jim, Jim Root on Instagram? Yep. yep, At Jim Root on, on and Instagram. And also on? Uh, Facebook as well
0: and then would you say, I don't know say Indeed. LinkedIn LinkedIn I don't know yeah. <laughs> <Indeed.
1: It sounds laughs> LinkedIn LinkedIn No LinkedIn okay I do most of my uh my business stuff on LinkedIn so that's where okay. I have a better presence so if anyone's else. interested in, like yeah. I said
0: you can contact Jim in regards to finding him on LinkedIn and yep. online but again as usual you can contact me the problem solver 702-999-1111 if you want me I'll get you in contact through a group text message with Jim awesome. if anyone's looking for um a coach or coaching Vegas basically helping them for the future then definitely um Reach out to myself or Jim in general. Jim, I appreciate you awesome. coming on the show. Well, thank you for um, having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Just getting some insight. We'll have you come back on another time as well. Once you opened up and you have yeah. some different um, coaches, at least we can showcase who you have. Yeah, that be fun. Match them in general. So I do appreciate your time. And like I said, it is a crazy time in general. So I think that um, some of the advice and information, even the chat, you know, GPT as well. Oh, a, yeah. If you're basically trying to basically do a business in the future or even coaching or
1: getting solving a problem, I think that's a, one thing that people need to do is start. ChatGPT is a great place to just ask a question. If you're wondering mm-hmm. where to what to do next, ask ChatGPT. It's not the perfect answer, but it's, a, it's, a start. it's an answer. At least, you, at least you get an answer and you can move forward. Well, awesome, Jim. I appreciate All your time right? on the show again. Any of Thanks the viewers and listeners in. again.
0: I'm David Kohlmeier, The Problem Solver. Again, LasVegasProblemSolver.com, 702-999-1111. Again, 702-999-1111. I'm David Colmeyer, The Problem Solver. Keep in touch, be safe, and we'll see you next week.